welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, as drones become more prevalent, they're going to need a more elegant charging solution because, you know, a drone that can't stay aloft is no better than a hobbyist RC vehicle, or in other words, a toy. And since many drones are made to function with minimal human interaction, the best way to charge them is autonomously and wirelessly. Webotic has developed inductive wireless charging stations that can serve a fleet of drones, and their solution is powered by Vicor's zero-voltage switching regulator. And from what I understand, they've already raised $5.7 million for their project, and we're going to learn a little bit more about it today. So on the line, we've got Webotic CEO and co-founder Ben Waters. So Ben, thanks for joining us. And if you could tell us a little more about Webotics. I, I understand you had a principal role in developing their core technology. So you know, how did the, the company first come about? Sure. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for, for hosting me on behalf of Wybotic and uh, happy to share a little bit about our story. Um, so Wybotic's vision is to power the world of automation. And automation has transformed many industries over the last several years in particular from warehouses to energy and utility to manufacturing and logistics. And the availability of robotic platforms, whether a drone or a mobile robot or an underwater vehicle, um, you know, have, have made it possible for these types of systems and industries to be deployed fully autonomously. But there's one big problem, and that is that all these systems have batteries, and the batteries need a reliable power recharging source. Um, you know, it's really interesting. I think, you know, consumers have just adapted their behaviors to charging devices and things, but power has, has really not had a need to be fully autonomous until this autonomous revolution. Um, and as companies are thinking about how to deploy these systems in fleets beyond just a single robot or drone, you know, being operated by a person, um, power becomes one of the most critical pieces of infrastructure for these systems. And that is the problem that Wybotic is trying to solve. Uh, Wybotic was born out of research from the University of Washington, and is where I got a PhD in electrical engineering, focusing on wireless power technology in general. Actually, a lot of my research was towards implanted medical devices and wirelessly powering them. So kind of focusing on these applications where there's a strong need has always been in our DNA at Wybotic. Um, Wybotic is not so focused on cell phone wireless charging or electric vehicle wireless charging as we are this, you know, mid-range in terms of power requirements between 100 and 1,000 watts. Um, so, you know, that's where Wybotic came from, and uh, we are turning five this year. We're, we're coming out of our toddler years, and have uh, products on the market, and it's, it's an exciting time to see all of the incredible applications that our customers are deploying um, with uh, with wireless charging for robots and drones and industrial automation equipment. Okay, very cool. Well, uh, let's dive a little deeper. And as I understand it, the Vicor regulator powers the adaptive matching transmitter on the Wybotic wireless charging station. So. How does the rest of it work, and where does the autonomous aspect come in exactly? Correct. Yeah, Vicor has been a great partner to Wybotic. They have made it very easy for us to have reliable power for the wireless power system. Um, 
uh, we utilize uh, the uh, Vicor uh, PRM module in our transmitter. And the, the architecture of the, the wireless power technology is, is very interesting and, and challenging from a, a, a DC power standpoint. Um, most wireless power systems have some type of an RF amplifier where they're driven with small signal RF, and then you've got a DC bus that drives the amplifier and converts it into AC, um, which we use to drive our antennas that transmit the power wirelessly. And wireless power all comes down to impedance matching. When you have different distances between antennas or different batteries that you're charging, different load power levels, different temperatures and operating conditions, the impedance of these systems is changing all the time. And in order to maintain high efficiency through the wireless power link, you need a DC to DC supply on the front end that is very robust and supports a wide range of, of load and temperature conditions. And so that is where we have really benefited from utilizing the, the Vicor modules. Um, and, uh, you know, happy to dive more into any of those areas, but I'll, I'll stop there for now. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Well, um, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned that it can serve a, a fleet. So how big of a drone fleet can, can the Wibotic system accommodate? Right. So fleets are very interesting. Um, Wibotic started and still do, you know, sell and provide off-the-shelf wireless charging hardware. But we've learned that the way that companies think about charging and power delivery and recharging batteries for a fleet is actually a bit different. And an example of that is imagine, you know, a imagine a, a, a power line that might stretch thousands of miles. Um, a lot of utility companies have been using drones but require a human operator to drive a truck out to the remote site, you know, plug the batteries in the drone, fly the drone, land the drone, pull an SD card out, analyze the imagery, and, and, and go along. And they've proven over the years how valuable that can be compared to having to pay other workers, you know, who have to risk their lives to climb up, get on top of the power lines, and, and inspect things very, very manually that way. Um, so now these companies are thinking, okay, how do we really scale this? Uh, we want to be able to inspect all the power lines all the time, not just after a big incident of high wind, for example, where we think there could be a problem. Uh, you know, if you have infrastructure that just lives on site and can fly, then it's much more manageable and, and costs less to operate and gives you real-time information. So for a drone that can fly for, let's say, 30 minutes, you need to have quite a few drones if you want to cover a long stretch of power lines because they can only fly, you know, a few kilometers, maybe more, maybe less, depending on how precise of an of a, of a image, you know, needs to be taken at certain locations along the power line. Um, but, you know, there could be hundreds or thousands of these drones needed if they really want to cover every inch of the power line all the time. So what Wibotic enables is a drone charging pad that, given that it's wireless, it's inherently weatherized and robust to the elements, uh, to sit either on top of or on the ground below 
power line infrastructure. And either multiple drones or one drone hopping from one to the next can, can fly along, land, charge, continue to inspect. So when we look at these fleets, you know, if you consider, say, like a 2,000-mile stretch of power line, which is not too uncommon. In fact, there's much longer stretches of power lines around the world. Um, you know, and you need to place a, a, a landing station every two miles, let's say. You know, there's uh, 500 to 1,000 landing pads that might need to exist in one of those fleets. Um, similar story for mobile robots in a warehouse. Um, you know, Amazon has publicly shown that they've got over 300,000 robots um, across, a, you know, several of their fulfillment centers, and they're probably the leader in the world right now in terms of volume, but other companies are, are growing quickly as well. Um, so, you know, fleets are in the hundreds and thousands um, with, you know, probably many, many more hitting into the tens and hundreds of thousands in the years to come. Very nice. Well, again, you had mentioned earlier, uh, Ben, that, that um, your company has like a laser-like focus, so the applications it's targeting. But are, are you looking into other applications for your wireless charging tech? And, and if so, what are they? Yeah, we've enjoyed, you know, kind of maintaining a high sense of focus and, and vision in our company overall. Um, you know, that's enabled us to learn a lot about other things like, for example, um, how does a robot or a drone know which charging station is available? How does the data get communicated from the charging station to the drone? So we've built up a lot of software um, with you know, easy-to-use APIs that allow robotic and drone companies to have seamless integration with charging infrastructure um, because of that, that focus. Um, we certainly have had our fair share of, of interest in other applications. Um, you know, anything that is battery powered in a tricky to reach or tricky to access place. Um, we've seen a lot of sort of industrial IoT sensor type applications that might be a, a sensor, a battery powered sensor that is on a conveyor belt or in a manufacturing facility that's under a bunch of pipes or tricky to access that, that would benefit from wireless charging. Uh, you know, power tools on construction sites. There's a whole lot of batteries that need to be charged at the end of every day, and it's quite a manual process today. Um, same story for forklifts and, and, and battery swapping, making it easier for workers to, you know, not have to spend their days picking up really heavy batteries and plugging them in, rather, you know, opportunistically charging those vehicles when there's natural downtime. So those are some of the other applications that Wibotic has, um, you know, thought through and, and considered. Okay. Well, uh, well, thanks a bunch, Ben. On, on behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy, and have a great day.